The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. All are welcome. We're glad you found us. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Create a career and a life you love. Welcome to Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. Hello, and today we're talking about a touchy, touchy subject. So if your friends are listening to this radio show, you might want to tell them not to because I'm going to be talking about them today. I'm going to be talking about why your friends may be hurting you. And it might come as a shock or as a surprise, or maybe you kind of have an inner inkling about what I'm going to talk about today. But I will tell you this, that your friends and the support system, so that would probably include some family members for most of us, um, they have something to say about who you are, and they have something to say about who you will be. And one of the biggest reasons why our support system keeps us stuck, and I'm going to talk today about how to create a network of supporters and people who will lift you up, or maybe just you're going to get some tips about what to keep in mind so that you understand what's going on with the friend and family support system. So I want to be a little bit provocative and say that it may be hurting you. It could also obviously have the, posi- the, the opposite effect. It could have a positive influence on you. But I got to tell you, so many women I work with in my uh, career coaching work and, and what I do in my, in my actual kick-ass workshop, this is a big part of the transformational journey. And I'm going to tell you why. And I'm also going to talk a little bit about what really happens when we let this get a little away from us. And so as we talk today, um, perhaps there might be someone listening who um, is listening live who wants to to dial in and, and have some conversation about this touchy topic. If you don't want me to use your name, just let me know in case your friends are listening. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, you know, this could be kind of a touchy topic. Um, it's 816-251-3555 to call in and get in on this juicy topic. I'm happy to coach you. I'm happy to talk through um, any stumbling blocks, not only with this topic today, but with anything related to your career, your life, success, um, and anything that might be in your way with your soul truly shining in its fullest potential. I came to my work in uh, being a career coach and I guess effectively at this point running a, a coaching business where we help women elevate their soul in order to shift their career. Yep, we got the certified resume expert coach on the staff. We've got LinkedIn expertise. We've got all the practical stuff. But one of the underlying reasons why things aren't working in our life is because there's something going on with our energy. And I like to personify it just a little bit and call it your soul. But over the lifetime that you've lived already, there have been many 
influencers in how you feel about yourself. And last show, I talked about actually the influence that you are really under. And if you're interested in that topic, go ahead and and listen to the show uh, above this that I recorded last week. Um, We are always under the influence of a few major forces in life. And these are the programming codes that surround our soul. Sometimes they've infiltrated our soul. These infiltrations, sometimes I refer to them as gremlins just so that there's like a cute little name for them so we don't have to totally get all wigged out over the fact that this is us. But what happens over our lifetime is all of these influencers, all these people who have helped us define who we are, they have put their signature stamp on our soul. And because human beings are wired for survival, our most primitive brain is wired to weed out danger and to keep danger away from us. So we interpret the world, if we're living by default, which most human beings on this planet are, if we're living by default, we are filtering everything by, is this dangerous? 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 And over a lifetime of filtering the world out and wondering if things are dangerous or not, we've created quite a matrix around our soul of what's dangerous. And it's like we have this lead-in cloak over top of us. Do you ever have an x-ray? And maybe you have an x-ray of your skull or something and they put this big, heavy lead apron over top of you to protect the rest of your body from the dangerous x-ray. And it weighs a lot and it's like 20 pounds and you're like, well, that's what this does to your soul. Over your lifetime, you have this heavy weight bogging down your soul, hiding it from its brilliance. Exactly like that apron in an an x-ray room, actually. It hides the brilliance. And so who we hang out with, friends, family, really matters because they are going to energize certain parts of that matrix around our soul. I'm going to give you a couple of examples in a second because I know I'm talking in a philosophical perspective here. I'm going to use an example that I had early in my career, in my life, in my 30s. I was working for a consulting company way back when I was in my 30s, and I got a promotion. I got a promotion to be director, director of healthcare services. I was over the moon. It was exactly what I wanted. I actually negotiated for it. I got the salary I wanted. I was freaking ecstatic. I had done a lot of work to earn it and to get it, but I wouldn't have gotten it if I didn't ask for it and negotiate it and claim it as my own. And I'm actually telling you the story right now. And I remember the exact salary that I had for that job. And I had a really good friend who we got together probably weekly for a dinner or wine or something like that. She was a really good friend of mine. 
And when I told her about the promotion, and I probably told her about the income, not a good thing to do with your friends. She was shocked. She was surprised. She was appalled. She was angry. She was angry at me. Now, I didn't expect that reaction. She's a good friend of mine. Why would she be angry at me for getting a promotion and making more money? In my category of who friends are, on the top, kind of top on the list is support me, cheer me on. That's kind of at the top. That was not consistent with her idea of who I needed to be for her to be a friend. It shocked me. I was so shocked I didn't know what to do. And I'm sure we wrapped up dinner and I'm still deer in a headlights, shocked. We never spoke again. That was it. I had destroyed our friendship through my success. Destroyed it. That was 27 plus years ago. I hope she's doing well. But she did not support me in my success. And truthfully, I don't know if it was because she perceived that she was the successful one in that friendship or if I had violated some friend pact that I didn't know I had that said I would never be more successful than her. I don't know. I don't know what I violated. But I was impacted so deeply by that that I began to doubt the cost of success. I began to doubt it because of the, what that happened with her. So she not only hurt me in that moment, not only did I lose a friend, but in came self-doubt. In came the competing thought of what success might have to mean. And I certainly wasn't happy to think about getting the next promotion, getting the next increase in my salary. Was I going to lose another friend? Was I going to alienate all the people I enjoyed in my life? I was confused about that. It, it rippled through probably for several years of my own personal self-doubt. And that friend hurt me. She hurt me personally. She hurt me professionally. And still to this day, I, I'm just shocked by, by what happened. I went on to have many more successes in my career. I went on to learn almost every stumbling block, roadblock, and overcome uh, firings and reorganizations and bad bosses and being backstabbed. I, I, I went through all of that. This was really the first real like dagger in the back because it was personal. It was from a friend of mine. So when I tell you today and we talk further about this, your friends may be hurting you. Had she spoken about what me being more successful would have meant to her, I may have not wanted to be more successful. I may have played smaller with the fear that I would have lost her as a friend. Now, that's not a logical strategy. But human beings, we wonderful creatures that we are, we're moving around navigating the world in emotions. So if you think you're a logical person and you're living a logical, rational life, you're kidding yourself. 
because everything we do is based on emotions. And we just use this logical brain to kind of like placate that. And you know what? That's how we ought to be living because our emotions are our internal guidance system. But when they go through the filter of fear and danger, they tell us lies. They tell us lies. Because truthfully, that friend, even though we had friendship and I enjoyed time together, it wasn't a life or death thing that, sh that I lost her friendship. I carried on. So there was no fear of life or limb. But it got into me. It got into my emotional core. It got into my soul. It damaged me. It, it put a kink in my armor. It did all of those things that self-doubt and fear does. And now I was wondering, am I viewing the world through this idea of having more success and influence in the world and making more money so I could have a bigger house and better cars and nicer vacations and, and I could, you know, buy that piece of jewelry when I want and I could provide for my future and I could fly my niece to come visit me. Like all the things that, that making more money means is not about the money. It's about what we do with it and what we can have in our life and how we can enjoy and, and soak out the, the best parts of life. All that I wanted with success included living life to the fullest, but it also included making the biggest impact in an organization or with the people on my team or with, I mean, I've been in healthcare all my entire life. Uh, the patients eventually were the winners of the hard work that I did as an, as an executive and as a leader. So as that's going on, we are being influenced by our friends and their worldview and their experiences and their ideas of what's dangerous and their self-doubt comes rolling through and impacts us. Now, if we have a friend who's known us for decades, there is decades of legacy of a relationship of who you are to that person. So that friend of mine had a, an agreement with me that I didn't know about, but now I understand how these things go. She had an agreement with me that I was going to be a certain way for her and she was going to be a certain way for me. And most friendships, we don't speak about this. We just kind of get into a groove. And a groove it is because we fit in together in relationship in a deep understanding that is usually deeper than words. It is cloaked in every conversation we have. It's cloaked in our mutual experiences. And it's cloaked in the experiences and exchanges we have. And as we're talking about something, we're getting the feedback and our subconsciousness, because this does not happen consciously, our subconsciousness is lodging bits of information. She doesn't like it when I talk about something like that. She doesn't like it when I talk about something like that. She responds positively when I talk about this. She responds positively when I talk about this. Every time she talks about that, I get a sick feeling in my stomach. I don't want her to talk about that. I want to only talk about these things. You know, she goes on and on about stuff I don't care about. And so we have this ongoing dialogue. And every single one of you listening to this knows exactly what I'm talking about. When you're talking with anyone, particularly a friend you've known for a while, 
You have a tape playing that's filtering everything that's going on, and you may not be aware of it, but it's going on, and your subconscious slash your soul is taking all down. It's taking all the data. And here's the thing. If you're the one who has the good news and that friend knows you to have bad news all the time, you're breaking your agreement when you come with good news. And I don't know, maybe this friend thought that I was someone who bitched and complained about how bad things were and she was perfectly fine with that being what we were all about. I don't know. It was years ago. All I remember is the hurt of the final time we were together. But every one of us has friends and friendships that are based on who they expect us to be and who we expect them to be. Certain friends that are always upbeat and happy. When we call them, we're expecting that. So when they're not that, we're like, oh, well, what's wrong with you today? Oh, nothing. Well, it certainly sounds like something. No, you know, it's just the same old thing. My boss, you know. I get bored talking about it. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, but you seem really down today about it. You know, it's just the same old, same old, and I don't want to really talk about it, and da-da-da-da-da. And so you as the friend are trying to help ease that person's down in the mouth, and and you're kind of chasing them. And they're getting energy from you chasing them down the rabbit hole of how bad they feel. And you're giving energy to that. And they're getting energy from you for that. So now we've created this wonderful pattern where a friend says, oh, no, no, no. And you go, oh, come on. And you create a dance. And that energy dance is something that now informs the relationship. And the next time that person, you call that person, and if they're happier, they're like, hey, how you doing? Hey, how are you? Good. Uh, great. So what happened with the boss? Oh, you know, I'm just having a bad day and I'm fine. And now you don't even know who this friend is. Are they going to be upset and down? Am I going to have to do that dance with them? Or are they going to be up? Like, I don't know who she is. And eventually we either don't have more rapport with that friend and we start to back off because we get confused or we solidify the relationship. And here's what happens when you achieve a certain level of happiness that's different or a certain level of success, like I did with my friend, you break the bonds of that friendship. And if that friendship can navigate through that, if you can navigate with your friend, you may be able to keep that friendship going forward. But in my experience, not only with this one friend, of course, there's been other friends who have been fine navigating my success with me. The clients I work with usually have a few of these friendships that don't really make it. Because many of us have friendships like this friend I had back in the day, where they want us to be a certain way. And when we break the bonds of what's expected, we disappoint them. We break the contract. And that person may not be into the next contract as your friend. So you may have to navigate those friendships and that sense of you in order to continue to expand and grow as a person.
because like it or not, I've seen so many beautiful, expanding, lovely souls of women who I've worked with come alive in ways that even surprise and shock them. And the people who know them are not interested in that version of them. Sometimes it's parents, spouses. Usually the kids want their parents to be the happiest version of themselves. So usually the parents are really, I mean, the kids are really on board with their parents' success. But here's the thing. So many people we've known for so many years have expectations of who we are and what we're all about. And when we break that, we've broken that sacred bond. So I want you to appreciate and understand as you expand who you are, as you grow your soul, as you become the higher, more beautiful, awesome, brilliant version of you, there may be some people not interested in that. And you have a choice then to continue with that bond or to grow. And that may not be a fair choice. That may be like a, really, do I have to make that decision? And you know what? Your expansion requires you to make decisions for yourself. You're going to have to make decisions for your best interest as you continue to expand and grow. And in a a few minutes, uh, when we come back, I'm going to talk about a few examples of how we can navigate the positive aspects of this and how we can make sure that we are surrounding ourselves with the friends and the family network that's going to empower us. But if you have a few seconds right now before we take a break, I want you to do some reflection on the top five people in your life. And you know what? This day and age, it's really easy. Just look at your text messages. Just look at your phone log on your phone. And that'll tell the story of who's important to you. Those people that you are texting or calling every day, several times a day, every week, several times a week, those are the people that are influencing you. Those are the people that have the deepest contracts with you and how you are and who you need to be for them. And you know what? You have a contract with them as to who they need to be for you. So I want you to do a little bit of reflection about those top five people for you. Who do you need to be for them? And who do they need to be for you? The first aspect of navigating this in an elegant and inspiring way is to understand who those top five people are and what your contract is with those people. And then we're going to talk about what's the next step in navigating that because I want everyone who's hearing my voice right now to have a better life, to have more expansion, to have a better career, to feel better about themselves, for their for their monetary situation to be better, for everything to grow and be more because that's the nature of our soul. And that's exactly why I have bring your soul to work, to land your dream job as my main tagline. Because when you bring your soul forward and up and more vibrancy and more energy, it's really who you are. And when you bring that up, you're going to come across all the dust, all the gremlins, all of the 
friends and family that have told you things that may be in conflict with your brilliance. So getting square with that, getting straight with that of those top five people to you is super, super important. Let me talk a little bit about the work I do uh, right before we go to break here. So the work I do is I help professional women lift their careers forward. And all the women I work with are not where they want to be in their career. But here's the important part to understand. There's always some type of personal component there, whether it's self-doubt, fear, self-confidence, uh, not maybe having the right presentation skills or the ability to influence or impact, um, perhaps not having navigated properly, making a bad decision or uh, a boss that left and now what do I do and I've lost my bearings or whatever. There's always something going on, but there's an impact there that comes back to the soul. And when we heal the soul, when we bring the soul back to life, we revive it, we rehab it, we get it stronger. We're then able to claim a higher level in the career and bring the dream job forward and faster and more money and more empowerment and happiness and confidence. That's the work I do. And I do it specifically because that's the work I did with my career. And how we get started is I have a free webinar, uh, a class online that you can get onto. Um, it's about 45 minutes in length and you can get into that at mofall, M-O-F-A-U-L, dot com slash masterclass. And you're going to bring pad and paper to that masterclass because i got a lot of stuff to tell you and to talk to you about. And if you'd like to be curious or interested in the work that I do and really dissect your career, you can book yourself a free career clarity call. And that is mofall.com slash give me clarity mofall.com slash give me clarity. And the reason why I do these free calls is because I want to serve as many women as possible on getting clarity on their careers. And one out of five, one out of 10 of the ladies we speak to is the right fit for the work I do. But there's no obligation to the call. We do the call and we get you the clarity. And that's an important part to get started on your journey. I'll see you after the break. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. When listeners like you contribute to Unity Online Radio, you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. Go to unityonlineradio.org and click on Donate to make a one-time donation. Or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. Here's a Unity Teachable Moment with Rev. Blair Tabor from Unity San Diego, taken from a talk called Sacred Service, The Ultimate Spiritual Growth. 
who we are and who we perceive ourselves to be as human beings is just such a small part of who we are as spiritual beings. Remember the phrase that I like, you know, Emily Cady says, God did not make you to be spiritual pygmies, but spiritual giants. You know, and do we live as if we're spiritual giants? No, we don't. We live, we live as if we're you know, weak human beings. You know, we're spiritual giants. We need to live that way in our lives. So we have to let go of the ego. It's a challenge because we spent so much energy and focus on, on our ego, on dressing a certain way and talking a certain way and looking a certain way and, and lining ourselves in certain ways to, to uphold that ego identity. But as we're willing to let that go, let it be permeable to spirit, then what we find is we're connected to that infinite oneness that is God. To find a Unity Church near you, visit unity.org. Did you know you can reach Unity's 24-7 prayer ministry online? You don't even have to give your name to know the prayers have begun for you or those you love. Someone has been praying around the clock at Silent Unity since 1890, and every request is taken into prayer for 30 days. Why not let us pray with you, too? To submit your prayer request to Silent Unity online, go to unity.org and click on prayer, or call 816-969-2000. If you're looking to deepen your spiritual journey, Unity Magazine is your go-to source for information and inspiration. It's been beautifully redesigned and packed with interesting articles and compelling interviews from today's spiritual thought leaders. You'll find science, spirituality, and healing with a look at Eastern philosophies, meditation, as well as completely new ways to interpret the Bible. Plus, reviews on the latest spiritual books and music. Get a free trial issue at unitymagazine.org. Discover new ways to heal yourself physically, emotionally, and spiritually with Michael Schwartz and Spiritual Naturopathy. Every Monday at 12 p.m. Central, Michael offers a holistic path to healing and guides listeners to new levels of self-awareness, touching on topics like intuition, healing by faith, dream interpretation, and a lot more. Michael explores how to maximize our spiritual gifts and helps us discover how much healing power we really have. Call in with your questions and comments every Monday here on Unity Online Radio. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Love your work and your life. This is Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. And we're back to talk about your friends. <laughs> we are back to talk about your friends in a loving, loving way. Um, If you'd like to join the conversation, please do call in. I'd love to talk to some folks today about uh, maybe some navigating some friend stuff or navigating your career success. But let's dive into the challenge I gave you before the break, and that was to identify five of the most interacted people you have in in your day in your life. And I suggested that you look at your phone and you see who you're text messaging and who you're calling and just see who's really your most interactive people in your, in your sphere. And those people have the greatest influence on you. And those people each have that relationship with you and you with them as to who you expect to be and who they expect you to be. So I want you to get clear on that. Make a few notes. Okay. With Sally. You know, she kind of expects me to be always taking care of stuff. I always have to make the plans for where we're going to meet. Um, she's usually kind of happy, but I'm usually the one who kind of has to bring the happiness. Okay, that's Sally. 
maybe you have a friend, Joanne, and with Joanne, she's always bubbly and happy and you can kind of be a little bit more happy with her and you're allowed to be a little sad with her sometimes or bring your problems, but she's like always wanting to be happy. So she lifts you up pretty quickly. And then each of those people, I want you just to jot yourself a few notes. What's the commitment? What's the contract you have with these people? Maybe one of the people is one of your parents. And maybe that relationship that you have with that parent is very deep and longstanding. And there's certain things you can or can't do. Or maybe there's things that you do all the time to trip into the landmine. Don't you love having a parent like that? <laughs> I hear about these stories all the time. <laughs> uh, bless you, mother. Um, so here's, here's the beauty of knowing what our friends' commitments are to us and us to them is now we have awareness. Now we have an awareness. And when we have an awareness, we can now be mindful and we can navigate things perhaps differently than just tripping up to things or just being on autopilot or being just in a hypnotic state. Why do I call her every time I have a problem? She's never supportive to me. Or why is it every time I call him that he's always bitching about something? I'm not going to call him anymore. Be mindful of who those top five people are for you because I'm going to tell you this. Proximity is the biggest influencer in the world. Who you hang out with is defining you every day. Every single day. Who you hang out with matters. So often when I'm working with uh, the clients I work with, I'll say to them, you may not know this answer, but do you make more than your friends? Well, gosh, I never thought about that, Mo. I said, well, just think about it. You don't have to know their checkbook or know their paycheck, but you can kind of tell. Do you make more than your friends? And most often, the answer is yes, I do. Okay. And look, I'm not being judgy on how much money people make. I'm being aware. If you're hanging out with people and you're making the most money of those people, they're probably not helping you advance. They're probably having conversations that may pull you in the direction of them. And I'm not saying people who make less money are worth less, et cetera, et cetera. Don't get me wrong. I'm a career coach. So my focal point, my filter in life is how can I help you be more successful? So if you want to check that box of, you know what, Mo, I am kind of playing small and the people I hang out with, yeah, they're comfortable, they're cozy, but they're not stretching me. They're not giving me too much stimulation. And yeah, you know, I'm a little bit embarrassed or shy about the fact that I make more than them. So we kind of don't talk about it. And sometimes I feel bad about the restaurants we go to or, or going out or when I like show them my new shoes or whatever, I'm kind of a little self-conscious that they can't do that also. I hear this all the time because with my clients, we get real because that's what matters. So I would say to that person, you know what? You need a friend or two who's going to lift you up. You need a friend or two who's showing you her shoes going, what do you think of these shoes? And you're like, wow, I like those. I got to get myself a pair. Boy, 
I'd like to make another ten, twenty thousand dollars a year so I cannot have to worry about that pair of shoes. And when we make ten or twenty thousand dollars more a year, folks, we are making a bigger contribution into the company and we are using more of us. And I don't know where you're coming from or what your job, career, or profession is, but there's basically probably been no one, <laughs> no one who I've ever talked to who doesn't want to use more of what they've got. It's the human condition to want to be contributing with what we've got going on. We don't ever want to play small. Now, it might be a habit. It might be something that has uh, defined us, but your soul wants to expand. Your soul wants to be bright, illuminate. It wants to make a bigger contribution. It wants to be seen. It wants to be appreciated. And when you need appreciation, because you're empty, because your soul's dwindled down into tiny little shreds, when you need appreciation, it's so different than when your soul's shining to get it. So when you're shining your soul, when you're being all that you are, and when you're doing all that you can do to make your contribution in the world, which is basically work, yes, there's family, there's volunteerism, all that, but work is where we spend most of our waking time. So that contribution and what we're doing matters so much to who we are. So when you make more money, this is how it goes, folks, you are more than likely making a greater contribution. So when you're the manager over five people making $75,000 a year, you've got influence over those five people and the work they do. When you're the director over 10 managers, each with five people, you now have a bigger contribution and influence. So you're going to make more money. So you might go from 75 as a manager to 120 as the director. Yes, you've got more responsibility, but guess what? You've got more people now to leverage. And then when you go from director to vice president, you might have 10 directors, each with 10 managers with five people. You do the math. <laughs> now you're going to get paid $200,000. And you're going to be using a lot of stuff you got going on. Your natural gifts and talents are going to be flinging all over the place. You're going to be speaking and presenting and making an influence and doing all that fun, great stuff. And if you're not hanging out with people in your life who know what that's all about and who can appreciate and see you in that personage, you're going to be playing a small game somewhere in your life and it's not going to feel good. So when you're the VP making $200,000 a year, rocking and rolling, being all you got, you better have a couple of friends that are hanging out in that level of their career. Otherwise, you're going to be putting on a too small of a suit when you hang out with your friends. Your friends matter to who you are, how you see yourself, and what you do. And we don't think about it. Kind of friends tend to be somewhat maybe random uh, maybe just kind of a habit. Please be mindful of the friends and the people you hang out with and the influence they have on you. And it's subtle. It's sneaky subtle. 
if they're holding you back or hurting you or saying to you, you always complain about that. You're just lucky in life. No, it's not luck. It's called I'm talented and I'm smart and I know how to get stuff done. Why are you calling it luck, friend? Well, that friend's calling it luck because she has her own fears, her own self-doubts, her own version of the world, her own experiences. And since she hasn't been as successful, how can she categorize that? Now, if you've got the top five people that you noticed in your phone and in your text messages who are rocking and rolling, loving on you, appreciating you, and saying, rah, rah, go, I want you to call them today and thank them. I want you to absolutely put a donation in their emotional bank account and say thank you for being a friend of mine who has seen me through things, who has seen who I really am, who has supported me emotionally and mentally and sometimes maybe even physically for being all that I am today. Thank you. Thank you. Give them a bouquet of gratitude. And hey, if you're feeling super generous, go ahead and send them flowers also. The people who have lifted you up and helped you be all you can be, call them. Don't text them. Don't play that game. Call them. I mention this to my clients all the time in the coaching workshop that I do. Because of where we are now with technology and the speed and pace of life, a phone call is like gold. It's gold. Imagine how you would feel if a friend of yours called you and said thank you. Thank you for being you. Thank you for being the, the, the supporter for me no matter what. Thank you for allowing me to be who I am and who I need to be in any moment and not expecting me to be someone I'm not, not expecting me to pay, play small just to make you feel better. Thank you so much. Imagine your friend calling and saying that to you. How does that feel? How does that level of gratitude and appreciation feel? So if that gremlin in your brain says, well, your friend doesn't have time to, get, to take your call, call them. Make the phone call. And when you're making the phone call and telling them how grateful you are for them, maybe you want to get together with them and make sure you get a date on the books with that friend. Maybe do something a little bit different next time. Maybe go get ice cream instead of coffee. Maybe take a walk instead of sitting and having dinner. Do something a little bit different to add another element of, of beauty and connection with that friend. Give them the gift of who you are and how appreciative you are. That will be something that you will not regret. It's the phone calls that we don't make that we regret. It's the things that we don't say 
to that special person that we regret. It is not showing up fully for ourselves that we regret. So please make sure you know exactly who those people are who have lifted you and helped you and led you. And if you're looking at that list of your top five and there isn't anyone on that list that you can do that with, but there's that friend two years ago that something went sideways or they moved to Kansas City and you kind of lost touch, go grab them back out of the past and bring them into the present time with you. Check up on them. See how they're doing. Bring them forward. Perhaps that call is exactly what would make them happy and shine also. Oh, friend, I was just thinking about you. Okay? Those special people in your life, treat them that way. And those people who are kind of holding you back and because of the bond and the contract you have with them, you have a commitment to play small. Change things up with those people. Now, if you have people in your house that are holding you back and you're playing small, you may have to have some serious, important conversations about that. And for your sake, I want you to do that. For your sake, I want you to step into your power and claim what you need. Because the people who are in our house, they have the most influence over us. The most influence. Those people need to understand from us what's important to us and what we need. And where we're going. And what we truly want in our life. I want to be more successful. You know what, I've been at this job for 12 years, honey, and, you know, it's an okay salary, and I know all the players there, it's safe, and you know what, I don't want to play safe. I want to take myself up to the next level, but you know what, I don't know how to. I've never done that before, and I see people getting ahead, and I see people doing stuff, and I get inspired sometimes, and I wonder, is that for me or not for me? And I just want you to know, honey, I want you to have my back because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a little risk. Perhaps this is a conversation that one of the women that we had a clarity call with is having with her husband right now. I want to go for it. I want to learn how to be more of me. I want to totally expand and open myself up to the next level because I don't want to be sitting in a rocking chair at 80, wishing I had. I don't want to be sitting on the porch looking at the same view and not having experienced life with that trip to Italy or the lake house for the summer. I don't want to be sitting on this back porch wishing I shoulda, coulda, woulda, and then it's too late. So you have those critical conversations with the people in your house. Because they matter so much to who you are and what you're all about. And if you're settling because you're trying to keep the peace, or if you're settling because that's the contract you have because you don't want to break out of that you don't want to you don't want to provoke something that might not 
be something, I don't know, you know, we don't want having difficult conversations. It's not fun sometimes, but you know what? It's worth it. And you don't have to have it in an angry, negative way. Come from your heart, come from your soul, come from that place inside of you that wants more, that wants to be seen and appreciated, that wants to be in the committee meetings where people are going, yeah, that's a great idea, Mary. That's the job and the life that you want. And so please pay attention. Whenever you're listening to this show, whatever week it is for you, pay attention this week to those people who are the closest proximity to you and the people in your house are number one, the friends and family outside of the house. So number one, you got to pay attention to that person you're living with, those people you're living with, and get right with who you are with them. And those top five people on your phone, you got to make sure that those people are helping you expand and grow. And if you need more friends, if you need, quote unquote, better friends, and by better, I mean the ones that are going to lift you up and take you to the next level. If you need that, you must be responsible for that for you. Go make a new friend. Go ask someone to lunch. Ask someone for coffee after work. Chill out a little bit. Give yourself the gift of time because that is one thing that does not get renewed. So if you're the type of person who's running, 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 rushing, you don't have time for friends. I don't have time for that, Mo. I got a family. I got a career. I got bills to pay. Yeah, everyone does. But those who actually make steps and make commitments to themselves, to putting themselves in time that matters, which means friends, or maybe it means alone time. Maybe you're your best friend. Book time with yourself. Give yourself the gift of hanging out with at least one person a week who's going to bring you up. Not because you're bitching and moaning to them, but because they're a good friend. Give yourself that gift and make sure that those top five people are the ones you want to have proximity with. And if you don't have a person, top five, top 10, if you don't have a person that's ahead of you, above you, doing more than you, enjoying life at a higher level, talking about things that are interesting to you, moving you forward, exposing you to new and exciting and interesting things. If you don't have that friend, find her. Find her. Maybe there's someone at work you just have been shy about reaching out to. Again, maybe there's someone in the past that you've kind of lost track of. And they were a lot of fun to be around, but then you had the kids and the husband and the this and the that and you moved and da, da, da. get that friend back. Give yourself that gift. So as we wrap up for today, I want to give you the top aspects to really focus on with this topic. Your friends indeed may be hurting you. They may be holding you back. They may be keeping you in the version of the identity of you that you had 10 years ago. And maybe there's been no movement there. So I want you to identify what those top five people are all about for you and you for them. 
get square on what that relationship and it's really a contract is all about. It's probably not spoken. So you're going to have to just give yourself some notes on that. Who do you mean to that person and who do they mean to you? Get square on that. Get square on who that, what that relationship is all about with who you live, who you live with. Get square on that. <clears throat> have some conversations. Have some conversations, first of all, with the people you live with. Make sure they know how important it is for you to grow and do something different and expand. Get them on board with it. If you live with someone and they're not on board with you being a better version of you, you've got problems. And you know it. So you may have to do something there. And you know it. And there's not a single person ever on the planet who I've ever talked to who got out of a relationship that wasn't good for them that said, you know what, maybe I left that relationship too soon. Hmm. Yeah, maybe it was too soon. I don't think I've ever heard that from anyone's lips ever. It's usually that we wait so long. We doubt ourselves. We have fear, the ramifications. What's everyone going to say? So we use all of those fear-based, danger-based excuses to move away from people who are holding us back. Do yourself the biggest favor that you could ever give yourself and begin to be more judgmental. <laughs> yep, I used that word. About who you hang out with. It's important to you. It's like, you know, it's, it's, it's as important as the food you eat. So if you're eating junk food and you have junky friends, you're going to have a junky life. If you eat good food and have junky friends, you're going to have a junky life. If you eat good food and have good friends, you're going to have a good life. You get to choose. You get to choose which way it goes. So make a commitment to yourself to have good friends that are expecting the best, that are seeing the best in you, and that are allowing you to expand and be and fly free. Do not let their fears, their self-doubt, their smaller version of themselves be what's ordained for you. It's not in your best interest. This, to me, is one of the most private, intimate self-reflections we can have. Because the people who we surround ourselves with are really important in how we view ourselves in the world. And if it's just not working for you with this person or that person, you owe yourself the obligation to make a change. Now, usually I'm talking about how that is about your career and your job. Same story. Same story. Different dimension of life, though, but it's the same thing. Get away from the things that aren't working out for you and move toward the things that are working for you. And if you don't have enough things that are working for you, I get it. I'm in the business of helping women move into their best selves, their best lives, their higher version of them. And in doing so, we get careers lifted to the next level. You have to make some commitments to yourself to do that. You can't do the same old thing and get a new job and be a new person. It doesn't work out that way. You have to be ready to take it to the next level. So when we say bring your soul to work, when you bring your soul to work, you are bringing your soul to everywhere. 
and your soul wants to shine and be vibrant and energized and be seen and be magnificent and brilliant. And if there are people in your life who are dulling your shine and not allowing you the full sparkle, deal with it and move on from them or have those conversations and reset the contract. You owe it to yourself. I am your kick-ass career coach, and this is Mo Fall. You can find me at mofall.com, and you can jump on board with my most popular training, which is the five shifts to bring your soul to work, and that can be found at mofall.com slash masterclass. And if you've seen that masterclass, that webinar, if you've taken notes and if you've gotten into what it is that you need to do, perhaps it's time for you to pull the trigger and book that career clarity call, mofall.com. See you soon. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We talk to the animals and we know you can too. On the Animal Communication Podcast hosted by the three of us, myself, Julie Heert, Aaron Dendy-Smith, and Meredith Tolleson. We will show you how to deepen your relationship with your beloved animal companions, whether they're alive or in spirit. As soul-level animal communicators, we explain the process and explore topics such as health, behavior, and play, all from the animal's perspective. So subscribe and follow us on Apple, Spotify, and listen as part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network.